0: There's going to be uh, no stolen content from previous episodes of Boring Bill today. This one's going to be an entirely original one. Now, some of you may have noticed over the past few editions of the Boring Bill podcast uh, that the intro kind of music has changed very slightly. I uh, altered some kind of setting at some kind of point, that um, made this happen. I don't know why, um, but I'm not really going to change it because I don't really know how. I don't think really it makes that much of a difference. Today, the subject is going to be rambling, which is something that I feel I never do. It's obviously... Very important to be as succinct as possible, and uh, I'm sure that you'll be uh, highly impressed at the uh, increase in regularity of this podcast that has gone from um, what I've now discovered was definitely first produced in 2006, uh, four years ago when they first put out the edition to this, Um, put out a, a relatively large number of editions in 2006. In 2007, um, around 20 editions, just shy of that, put out a very short message that wasn't even recorded by me in 2008, that said we were going to come back in 2008. And um, as we all know, that didn't pan out. Uh, and and here we are in 2009, where we've produced a few episodes now, and hopefully we'll go a bit further. Um, a bit further still. Uh, still really encouraging emails from uh, for everyone there, so if you could email. At and, and, and say what you'd like to hear, but rambling. Um, and obviously, bef- we're, uh, we're referring to uh, rambling in terms of, uh, in terms of, um, speeching. Speech, um, speeching, of course, is, um, is not a word at all. Um, but there obviously there are, there are two kind of distinctions here. A rambler uh, could actually refer to uh, to a number of things. Doesn't necessarily refer to someone um, to someone who continues to talk at length of things that aren't relevant to the conversation. Um, the suggestion of talking about rambling was um, was sent in by James from Cornwall. Who, uh, who sent uh, several suggestions, and we've already done uh, two, I believe, of, of his suggestions on this list. Um, I read out the list in a previous edition of the podcast, so, so if there are any others on there that, that you want me to, to take up, please do. Um, when I when he said rambling, I suspect he was referring to um, walking um, in, in Britain. A rambler is someone who, who will walk on the, uh, on the rolling hills of... Uh, of the United Kingdom not necessarily the rolling hills but it's a, it's essentially a, uh, a group of people that walk places it, it, it sends its name from a charity that is funded to kind of represent the interests of ramblers not those that ramble in speech but those who walk in um, in a, you know, countryside and so on and they have more rights of way these days and indeed I'm often uh, uh, you know known for no so known for being boring, which unfounded claim, but uh, um, known for walking, and, and I guess I could be described as a rambler in terms of walking, not rambling in terms of speech. Um, and certainly, the, the Ramblers, which is the name of this charity, formerly known as the Ramblers Association, which was founded as in a, in 1935, you know, has around you know 135,000 members. Um, you know, it's trying to get a good network of public footpaths and to safeguard uh, natural beauty and to uh, make sure there's responsible access to the countryside and, you know, and basically promote the activity as something that's healthy and fun and, and inexpensive. There's a few very interesting points there, and I will just digress slightly in terms of rambling, because there's, there's often this debate on uh, wind farms and... Um, I know James is from Cornwall, the, the, who suggested this. Would be interested to hear his view on this. Um, there's these wind farms. These giant wind turbines that spin around to to generate electricity. Um, and some people think they are they're beautiful, and some people think they are um, kind of atrocities on, on the landscape. And, and often people, ramblers included, will uh, will um, you know um, have take issue with uh, the fact that they're there. Uh, I, I always try to avoid any kind of political statement of opinion um, in these podcasts, but I will just make one. People will often claim that they're a blot on the landscape, you know, a, a sign of uh, human uh, activity that is uh, unwanted, unjustified, and, and it shouldn't be that. But I make a number of points on that. Firstly, if I personally think they're quite beautiful. Um, you know, the first major point is that, uh, obviously, they're there to try and do something about climate change, which all the science is, is, is really there. Um, to prove that, and obviously, better to have a few uh, wind turbines on the landscape than uh, the landscape to be flooded completely. I know that's a bit of a simplification of, of the of the arguments there, but it, uh, obviously, applying a protection, an environmental protectionist argument in trying to maintain the landscape um, by not having these things um, is a bit of a foolish argument when the reason they're there is because it's a clean form of energy. Um, and secondly, obviously, people will often think that, you know, the, the patchwork of uh, fields and things that, that is in Britain, the rolling hills and farms and all that kind of thing, that are, are what adds to the stunning beauty of the countryside. And indeed, I completely agree. Um, but of course, they're entirely man-made. You know, Britain with no man would just be covered in forests. It would have no fields at all, all these multicoloured fields of different things growing. Um, is is a man-made entity as our wind farm. So so one might argue that they are a natural progression in a symbol of the effect that man has as a species on the environment, in the same way you might get the molehills or, or rabbit holes in, a, in an environment as an animal making its stamp in the area, um, you could argue that's a logical progression from something that we made when we started to, to form fields. So that's just a side point, and obviously I really do stray from, uh, stray from the main subject of this, and also uh, and also um, I make a political point, which I don't really want to, unless you will disagree with me. Please do tell me, email board before dot com. and we'll have some kind of discussion. But that's my uh, that's my opinion on that. I think we should uh, accept it as being necessary. But again, you know, uh, uh, that's the Rambler's in terms of kind of a, a of a general uh, um, British view, but internationally, um, the Rambler is a, is a, an old car. Um, um an automobile um, brand in America it's also a, a brand of a brand it's also a type of, of a bicycle um in um in America as well so for our American listeners yes we may refer to what a rambler is some kind of car um in russia it's uh it's an, it's a such engine similar to uh Yahoo—it's kind of a search directory web portal, if you like—and um, there are a number of other things. You know, there's a, there's an area called the Ramble in um, New York City Central Park, I believe, as well. So you all may know it from there as well. But when I'm talking about, um, about rambling today, I mean in terms of digression in terms of speech so you may start talking about something and then end up talking about something else and stray from a point wildly either never returning to the original point or um, returning to it eventually so again i thank james from cornwall for his suggestion he was probably referring to rambling in terms of walking when you have your little stick and to aid the, the walking along, to, to look at things. Done it myself, very enjoyable. Um, they often get a, a bad reputation the ramblers um, for whatever reason. But uh, I'm going to talk about it in terms of rambling, in terms of speech, so you make get people that We'll, we'll, we'll talk on a subject and we'll just go on and on and on and on and on for seemingly no reason. Some may even construe that as being boring, being some kind of uninteresting and a direct turnoff from the conversation that someone rambles. It's often an attribute that's attributed to maybe people of an older generation rambling you know i mean uh, some characters in fiction maybe uh abe simpson from the um the cartoon the simpsons produced by fox in the united states uh as a rambler you know he will um he will talk at length about stuff that is either completely made up or makes no sense or or whatever and you know it's it's often perceived as a bad thing but you know, you might stumble, you, you must stumble into a conversation, that's a goldmine of interest, that's certainly what I find, you know, it's almost like releasing yourself to the freedom of discussion that you shall um, experiment and stumble onto any number of subject matters that you wouldn't otherwise have stumbled on if you were to be otherwise highly focused, which means you'd never discover what wonderful conversational marvel you might end up on if... Uh, if you ramble of course there is a danger with rambling that in, in doing so you prevent anybody else from from having a discussion the wonderful thing is so if, if i myself might be uh, accused of being a conversationalist rambler or being a, a rambler in speech that uh, rather than walking or, or type of car i mean just in speech here i don't, I don't want to accuse me of being a model of car um but, you know, if you were accused of that, luckily for me, because it's a, uh, a podcast, there's no, there's no kind of opportunity, although I do encourage the, the emails, please send an email to Um, but there's no opportunity for the listener to directly live interact back with me, so no one can say hush-up, Bill. I have kind of got the microphone to myself, and I can just go on and on and on for, for as long as I like, and... Uh, while uh, someone who's listening to this on an iPod, let's say, can pause it and stop listening to it, or or whatever Um, when I'm recording it I don't know they're going to do that when I say any given thing, and to some extent by rambling, I can allow myself to take wild stab in the darks of conversation until I land upon something that may be of interest to somebody um, or maybe something that I never would have otherwise thought of to talk about. So it's a great opportunity to uh, to uh, delve into kind of a a wealth of conversational material um, that would remain undiscovered if it wasn't the people that were prepared to ramble. The difficulty obviously is is what's interesting to me, not may not be interesting to others. And of course, I may stumble on an area in my rambling that people would love me to expand upon, but of course they can't stop me to let me know. So that kind of highlights some of the problems with, with, with podcasting. I mean, obviously we're from such a low subscriber numbers that we could uh, probably get us all on a Skype call or something, and then we'd have more of a conversation. Um, than a podcast, but obviously since many people use this to try and sleep, that would be um, probably wholly impractical, As uh, although it would be quite interesting to see more and more people drop off the Skype call otherwise because they were bored to tears, or at the very least bored to sleep. But anyway, uh, I'm very interested to hear your... Uh, ramblings. I don't really want to hear about your rambler as, as a car if you're an American listener, if you've own one. Maybe I do. Maybe that would be interesting. In fact, ramble away. Send me an email telling me if you've ever heard a rambler. I don't really know that much about them, so tell me something about them. Maybe I'll do a, a kind of follow-up on different versions of ramblers. Are you a rambler in terms of a walker? Um, Obviously, you'd be known as a rambler in the UK, but maybe you're from other countries around, you're not known as a rambler. Maybe you think Rambler is a title I'd really like to have. I'm going to become, I'm going to set up the Ramblers Association of the United States or of Canada or of some other place. I don't know any other place. I don't know where you're listening from. In fact, tell me that as well. Send me an email, Podcast at gmail.com, um, to tell me where you're listening from. That's actually quite an interesting point here because. Obviously, this is an English speaking podcast, so you'd say it'd be limited to English speaking countries, namely the United Kingdom, the Republic of Ireland, the United States of America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, um, and various other territories around. But there are obviously other English speaking people who are in other countries, do people that where English is not their native language, which is a the language they speak. and they likely to download a podcast like this to help them to get sleep, For example, as a, as a method of reuse of this podcast, would it be as, as effective in English as it would be in, say, French or German or Japanese, Mandarin, Arabic, whatever your native language is? Um, that's very interesting. Are there any listeners that we have who are, where English is not their native dialect? Please do let us know. Uh, email me at podcast at gmail.com. That may be a, an interesting topic for future discussion. But rambling, I think, is almost an art form that. that rambling in terms of speech I'm, I'm referring to that's often characterized as something that's imprecise and something that just goes on and on at nausea can often end up repeating themselves and often become something that, that's not interesting in the end but one can be precise in their rambling you can't be precise in terms of what you ramble onto but in your succinct uh, belief that you are going to ramble and to Purposefully and accurately and intelligently allow yourself to digress with the purpose of searching and finding something. Do you find that? What do you think? Do you think the boring book podcast is a example of rambling? Maybe you uh, you can combine all of it. You'll listen to the boring book podcast in your rambler car on driving to some kind of hill to walk on it or to ramble it. So you'll be listening. You'll be listening to ramblings while driving in your rambler to uh, go rambling. Um, that would be fascinating if there was someone who could who could uh, give me an example of when that was the case. Obviously, you'd have to do so after the event. It would have to be some kind of um, amazing coincidence that you'd be listening to the Boring Book Podcast, edition number 28, I believe, um, while on your way um, to ramble when driving your rambler. Um maybe the place you started off was in, in New York Central Park so you went from the ramble or listening to ramblings in your rambler to do some rambling across some hills presumably upstate in New York somewhere who knows, if that could happen that would be remarkable maybe someone should do that maybe we should uh, travel to America and do a live edition of uh, the ramblings of Boringville and we could go on a journey together maybe that's a bit far-fetched maybe I digress slightly Um. I think my ramblings have naturally drawn to a conclusion now, so uh I think I'm gonna have to call this uh, call this podcast a night. Hopefully you found that ramblerific. That clearly isn't a word, but um I've done so many different variations on ramble that I felt that there needed to be a new one, I shall maybe go on the urban dictionary immediately and add that. Actually, no, I won't do that, but if someone of our listeners could do that on my behalf, that would be, that would be astonishing. I be that's a good publicity for the podcast to say, you know, ramification is, a, is defined as a process of listening to the Boring Bill or Boring Bill's speech process or, or whatever. Maybe that would be a good idea. I don't know. Let me know. podcast at gmail.com. Well, it's customary now. Please email us at boringbillpodcast at gmail.com. Our feed address is feeds.feedbeller.com forward slash boringbill. And you can post comments against uh, any um, particular edition um, or or, uh, item in our blog by going to the blog slash website address at boringbill.blogspot.com. Interesting, actually, here's an interesting fact. I will just go into this before. When we first started... The, uh, the Boring Bill podcast, um, several different sites that we used to help do this. We had FeedBurner to, to make the feed, and we had Blogger, which is where Blogspot is from, uh, to kind of host the blog slash list of episodes that the FeedBurner feeds off automatically. Um, both of which have subsequently been bought out by Google. They were independent when, uh, when we first started, but now they are both entities of Google. Which is, which is quite interesting. Um, obviously, YouTube is also an entity of Google now, but we don't have a YouTube presence. At all. There's not really anything to put on YouTube. So, interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff, indeed, about um, the strength of Google on the internet. Um, though, on that note, I really will go. Um, yes, email us, at dot com forward slash boringbill, and com. I don't think there are any other... Addresses or anything that I should give out. Um, but, you know, that's it. Thank you very much for listening, of course. And uh, if you're trying to get to sleep, hopefully that was um, sleep inducing for you. Um, if not, there are plenty of other editions of Boring Bill for you to listen to. Um, email comments to podcast at gmail.com, or totally boringbillpodcast at googlemail.com. They're both the same domain as we know. Good evening.